Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no risk trial today at magemail.co. Sanasi, the creators of MageStack, the Magento operating system. Check them out online at sanasi.com slash magetalk. And by TaxJar. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash magetalk and receive a 30-day free trial. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce unites the very best of Magento to help merchants and developers save time and money. Find out more today at nucleuscommerce.com. And by Shipper HQ. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at shipperhq.com. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I'm Kalen. I'm Philip. And we are uh, bringing uh, to you today some uh, some great guests. We've got TaxJar with us. Uh, we've got Mark and Ryan with TaxJar. You guys can maybe go ahead and introduce yourselves a little bit. Hey guys, Mark. it's Mark Fagiano from TaxJar. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's literally, that's the best <laughs> intro that we've ever had from, from a, a, a guest. So thank you for that, Mark. Uh, What's me, your role at TaxJar? I'm honored. Um, I'm the guy that kind of supports the whole team. So um, in other words, I'm the founder and CEO. So <laughs> yeah, been, awesome. been, been here since, uh, since day one and uh, try to hire people a lot smarter than me to uh, make this thing take off. That's awesome. So the smarter of the two would be Ryan. Boy, for sure. <laughs> you, you, you talk about setting a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to one up Mark on my intro and say, my name's Ryan from TaxJar. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> We're going for like a minimalist sort of a, an approach to the, the podcast intros these days. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and how long have you been at TaxJar, Ryan Thompson? Well, so officially for about a month, um, but unofficially since basically the beginning. So oh, that's, we, well, that's great. Yeah. So, so Mark and I have, uh, came up with this business over beers a long time ago and oh, wow. he was the crazy one who said it's time to go do it. And I decided to go do this thing at Magento for a few years. Um, but helping out with tax jar along the way. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah. And it got to a point where it just made a lot of sense for me to come on full time. And that was about a month ago. Well, I, I, I remember the first time that I ever met you, Ryan, I, I think we were uh, racing exotic cars around. We were, we were in the backseat of a limo yeah. on, on the way to race exotic cars. That's right. Yeah. That and, I, and I think I still get crap about the expense report on that one, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, I, could you disclose whether it was four or five figures? Uh, it was five figures. Wow. Yeah. And you want to hear something kind of funny about it all is, um, Ben Marks was new when we did that. So he was working on my team for, I don't know, a few weeks or a month. And I, and, uh, somehow he was the guy who actually got stuck with the bill and (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember how it all went down, but I remember he, he, he was doing something to either like open up a new credit card or call his credit card provider to make sure that you know, they would allow the the charge to go through. Um, I think that was like probably the first of many times I stressed Ben out working for me. <laughs> well, uh, do you, I, I don't know if you, not to harp on it too much. Do you remember what you drove that day? Yeah, I, I do. I, I drove the, uh, the Ferrari 458, which mm-hmm. was my favorite. And then I drove the Lamborghini Superlegra. 
Yeah, that's the one I drove. What yeah, do you think of that was, car? Um, I like the Ferrari better. I don't remember <laughs> why. Um, I think maybe like the Lamborghini was all wheel drive and it just felt scary to me. Gotcha. But the, maybe the most fun, I did the, the two drift laps with oh, the, no. the pro drifter. Yeah. yeah and that was, oh, yeah, that was like terrifying and awesome yeah. at the same time. That's, that's a whole bunch of nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was pretty wild. I yeah. love my video. My video shows, uh, the driver's like, hold on, hold on. And he grabs the wheel from me and he makes me kind of pull over. And I think it might've been you in that red Corvette goes flying by me <laughs> sideways, sideways, like into the curve ahead. It was kind of, it was terrifying, scarier, yeah. scarier to experience, but it's also scary to watch. I was well, just welcome. trying not to pass out. <laughs> I was just trying not to pass out the whole time. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, no, that was awesome. And I love that. Um, thank you again, two years later to, uh, eBay. Um, uh, may they rest in peace um, for, uh, oh, we haven't ever covered on the podcast that Magento and eBay have, have gone their separate ways. And no, that's, uh, right. so that's a, that's an awesome thing. Uh, but today, uh, first of all, I just want to kind of extend a, a, a huge thank you to TaxJar. They've, they have uh, uh, helped sponsor the podcast for almost uh, the f- entirety of 2015. Um, so it's, uh, it's an amazing partnership and um, it's about time we had you guys on to talk about one of these, uh, one of the hardest things in la- launching an online store, um, or or being in business in general, um, and that's uh, tax liability. It's a terribly unsexy topic. Um, so I was wondering, Mark, if you could kind of sex up uh, taxes for us a little bit, <laughs> and why in the world you decided to commit your life to taxes. I haven't been asked to sex up anything in a while, so. <laughs> especially on a recorded Skype call. Usually, usually the record button is off for that. <laughs> very, very true. Um, and by the way, I'm sort of disappointed. I don't get to tell the story, Philip, of when we met um, and the amazing um, IRCE. Was it IRCE? It was IRCE. Yeah, yeah. hamburgers we ate. So. Oh, those. <laughs> I, I, actually, let's take a little detour and let's talk about the mystery meet that we had that day because that was, uh, yeah, we we didn't have a terribly sexy meeting either. I don't know why I'm stuck on the sexy word right now, <laughs> um, but I'm going to keep rolling with it and just see how it comes, you know, how how it all happens. So, um, you know, how did we get here? Why did why did this company ever get started? Um, Ryan mentioned, um, and he tells the story a lot better than I do. That you know, we have started a couple of companies together, and um, one of the things that happens when you get lucky enough to build a product that people like is that they starting at start asking you to do other things for them. So mm. we had a, we had a business that was in the. Uh, we've basically filed tax extensions, um, for businesses and individuals and people liked it. And they said, Hey, you know, you've taken care of this problem for me. Can you do this? Or can you do that? Um, was that a software? Sorry, Mark. Was that a software product at that time? Or was it just like doing them manually? Um, yeah, it was a software product. We built, um, integration with the IRS. Um, and, um, yeah, it still exists. It's been sold. Uh, we, we, we sold it. It's been sold subsequently. It's pretty much the biggest name in the market now. It's called filelater.com. Oh, wow. Um, That's, uh, you, well, so far you're on a great progression because IRS is like the, anything with the IRS is like the literal worst thing that you could possibly do. And now you're, <laughs> you're on an upward swing. Yeah, yeah. Taxes. So, yeah. Right. So we, and certainly we learned a lot about, you know, doing integration with a, ancient technology and, um, and also understanding how, 
how important it is to get things right when they're dealing with a government entity um, that you know, could potentially knock on their door someday. And that scares the crap out of a lot of people. But uh, so anyway, one of the things that we always heard was, this is great. Can you help me out with the sales tax problem that we had? And I think admittedly, at least on my side, I always said, uh, you know, I don't really know much about it. So the answer is no. Um, but we, we heard it enough where it sort of stuck on my list of potential ideas for the future. And right. Ryan can tell the experience of, um, he had similar things going on with, um, you know, with his day job at the time. Um, and you know, we, um, when it got to the point where we were ready and hungry to kind of sink our teeth into something else, we compared notes literally over tacos and beers and, and, and sales tax was at the, was at the top of our list. And, we said, okay, let's, let's go see if the problem is as big as everybody says. And, and the story I always tell is, you know, literally within a few hours, um, of research, um, I, 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 number one, could not believe how crazy the problem is and how much, um, you know, pain e-commerce mm. merchants and small businesses have to deal with. Right. Um, and number two, the lack of really quality, um, uh, services or, you know, software that was available to solve the problem. So, uh, obviously those are two pretty attractive things when you're thinking about starting a new company. Um, and you know, here we are almost, uh, two and a half years later with, uh, you know, products been growing pretty quickly ever since, ever since day one. Do you think that some of the success, uh, early on is attributed to your, um, well, I, I, let me reward that in a different way. Uh, you, you were launching on Magento almost exclusively right at the beginning, right? Or at least that's how I understand it. We actually started on, um, with PayPal and then Amazon. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Magento came, a, I don't know, fairly short time thereafter. Um, and, um, you know, started on PayPal and Amazon, uh, just because those were customers that we were familiar with from previous, gotcha. in previous businesses. So, and, and when did, uh, Roy Rubin kind of walk into the picture? Um, Roy Rubin, for those who don't know, you should, um, the, uh, the original, uh, founder and CEO of, uh, Magento. He's, he's somewhat invested in the company, right? Is he still? Yeah, sure. Right. You want to, yeah. So, um, wh- while I was at Magento, uh, I don't, maybe a year in, um, Mark had, you know, had, had built the business and brought on some employees and was looking to raise some funding. And I said, Hey, you know, I, I had spent a lot of time with Roy to that point and mm-hmm. I just really valued, you know, his insights just in e-commerce and beyond, um, and said, Hey, you know, I want, I want you to meet a couple of guys. And it was Mark and um, a guy by the name of Kevin Reith who runs product for us, who was actually my boss at a startup that we did um, before I joined Magento. It's a company that we sold to GoDaddy. Oh, wow. And I said, hey, these are two phenomenally smart guys doing something really interesting in e-commerce. I think you ought to meet them. And so we had uh, lunch in Culver City. And I remember Roy called me the next day and said, hey, those are you know really great guys. And this is something pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, he, and, uh, he, he came on board as an early investor. Nice. I was, I was curious. I, I think before the uh, show started, you guys mentioned that you've worked on a few businesses together before all this. I was curious to know a little bit about that. 
Mark, do you want to give the fun one or the boring one? I'll do the other one. You, you do the fun one. I, I'm, I'm typically the more boring one anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so uh, Mark and I met through, uh, Mark was on a softball team, on a co-ed softball team. And I was dating this girl at the time, who's now my wife. And I'd go watch the softball games because I was out of town. and They were in San Diego. And it took me probably a year to work my way actually onto the team. Um, and that's when I, <laughs> and that's when I got to, got to know Mark, uh, as you know, Mark's one of those leader guys, he's a CEO now and he was the captain of the team. So, uh, I finally, Oh my gosh. Got, got like, were there, were there like, was there like a minor league for this softball? Yeah, like, I know. like goodness gracious. Tryouts and yeah, a lot of sweat and sprints and all those things. And I finally <laughs> earned my way onto the team. Um, and I, I was working at Intuit at the time. And so I had actually had a lot of tax background, which is kind of the, what, what drove us to the, the tax business. But I'll tell you about the other mm-hmm. one. Um, Mark had built some businesses around or had a business where he was working to build a lot of custom sites, websites for folks, including some professional athletes. Um, and one of those guys is, was, was Matt Hasselbeck. And who was the starting quarterback for the Seahawks and, uh, Mark and I, one of the kind of crazy ideas we had was at the time, remember Facebook gifts where you could like, you know, somebody's birthday and you could give them a a virtual cupcake for a dollar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) our idea was nobody was doing like authentic branded virtual goods. And the, the lens that we had is, well, we have some ties into professional athletes so why don't we see if, you know, instead of giving somebody a cupcake on their birthday, what if you could give them, you know, an authentic, um, autographed Brett Favre football as an example. Um, wow. a, vir- so a virtual, we, a virtual one or a real one? Virtual. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a, you know, limited edition, one of 500 autographed footballs from a professional athlete. And so that was kind of our crazy idea. And, uh, we ended up pitching Matt and, and brought him on as basically a co-founder and went out and signed. I don't know, Mark, what the number was, but it was a couple hundred, few hundred professional athletes, um, to where, you know, we were basically the, the company that was able to use their autographs for virtual goods on the internet. Um, which was just kind of this crazy idea. Yeah. So we built a Facebook app, And, you know, we were working on getting distribution to say, Hey, you know, if you want to give these kind of gifts or, you know, use these kind of autographs in other ways online, virtually, we were the company that had those agreements with athletes. And that Um, was, uh, in 2010 sooner. What was that Mark? 2008. Yeah. It was like, wow. Uh, we started it in seven, eight, somewhere around there. Okay. Oh, that sounds yeah. about right. That was back when I had a, a fish bowl that I would feed my virtual fish on my yeah. Facebook wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we did crazy stuff. Yeah. We, we would go into, uh, we started working on deals with virtual worlds. And so, you know, the, the, you could be in a virtual world and you could have autographed jerseys of these athletes. And so you'd be walking know. around this virtual, you know, your avatar would be walking around this virtual world with an autographed jersey. <laughs> We even had, we even had a fashion show in a virtual world and trying to remember which world it was in, but second life, it's like, it was like fashion shows in second life. Yeah. And oh my God. Yeah. I don't think it was second. I think it wasn't. It was like that. No, it was was there.com or something. It was there.com. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's unreal. How and I'm still I'm, I'm still struggling <laughs> with <laughs> the virtual autograph. Like how was it just like was it like a picture of, of a football that they signed or was it just all virtual? But they agreed that it was an authentic virtual signature. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's your company and you don't know. I love that. It was, That's freaking yeah, amazing. It was kind of the equivalent of the cloud a few years ago. You just kind of make it all, you say it all and make it work somehow. Right. I love right. that. That's true. That's totally true. Virtually just throw the word virtual. So what happened? So what ended up happening with that business? Yeah, so we we sold it. Um there was a there was a company out of Irvine that was building a business around professional athletes and and finding ways to basically expand their uh, like marketing and right. you know sponsorship deals on the web because that was kind of new at the time and they saw us as another channel and and one of the things that we did that was a, a pretty smart move is the agreements that these athletes signed said that we had you know we basically had a one page agreement that said we have exclusive rights to use your autograph on the web for virtual goods and so you know the, the company saw that uh, as something that was interesting oh that's valuable um, oh that's potential yeah, potentially valuable. And, and we had a lot of big names, um, that, that had signed up with us. And so they said, Hey, we don't know if this is going to work or not, but it's interesting enough, um, they, that they wanted to make it part of their, you know, marketing portfolio that when they had conversations with, you know, a bunch of athletes to say, you know, here, here are all the different ways that we can help, you know, give you sponsorship dollars on the web. And they wanted virtual goods to be a part of that. Wow. Wow. It, you, that was like a magical time in the internet, like where people would go and do these in, insane things on on the web. Uh, it was like the post dot com, like it was. It's what uh, some people like refer to as the cow clicker era. Era. Do you remember mm-hmm. this cow clicker thing? It was like somebody created this online game that it was supposed to be like satire, where you would go and and you go and you, you have like a virtual farm and it's a cow and you click the cow and he moves like an inch to the right and then you can't do anything else. You come back tomorrow, you <laughs> click the cow again. And eventually there were like hundreds of millions of people clicking their cows once a day. And, and the guy got like really depressed and, and he, <laughs> he, he started selling, like he's, he was, he started making money and he was like, he, he sold a cow that went the other direction and made like tens of millions of dollars or something. <laughs> and, um, that was, even, that was pre Farmville even. Yeah. Right? That was like pre, that's like, it was, it was pre, my wife used to wake up at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning to harvest her pomegranate. I, I swear to God. I feel like, like you just made that. I feel like you just made that up. Like you had a crazy no. dream about nope. farm bill. No. All you did was click the cow and you just imagined that that was I'm like not a kidding. This is, this is real life. This is real life. It, anyway, I, I feel it like it actually I'm, makes our crazy idea sound kind of good. It yeah. is. Your, your idea is amazing. This, the, the clicking of a cow. That's right. ridiculous. So, so well, you guys exited at the top of the virtual economy at the top of the industry there that was that was i don't know if we did or not i mean we, I, you know <laughs> one story is that we went to the very first f8 which is the developer conference yeah which, as i say that is hilarious right because neither of us have any development skills whatsoever but um you know this was pre zynga was was pretty new, right, Rye? Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it was definitely the wild west. Any anybody was trying to, and and everybody was trying to come up with an app. Um, wow. There were no restrictions on, you know, trying to get users. There was a lot of shadiness going on with that, and it all came down to we could not believe people would spend a dollar to send a cupcake, like Ryan said. So let's give them something, you know, yeah. valuable to send. And um, anyway, 
a cr- crazy learning experience, a lot of fun, had a lot of very interesting meetings with potential partners um, that we still, you know, chuckle at when we think about it today. Oh, that's super cool. Did, that's, didn't um, you also like hang out with Zuckerberg in the bathroom or something? <laughs> no, no, I, I had show title. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had made up my mind because we knew he was going to be there. Um, and uh, in, made the in the bathroom, I was going to introduce myself and I went, I went to the bathroom and he came out at the same time that I was coming in and I totally froze. It was like, Hey, what's up? And then he just walked away. So I was like, I just missed my chance. But uh, yeah, I did not corner him. Um, I'm refuting that, that story. Did you, uh, did awesome. you ever post like a misconnections post on Craigslist? For <laughs> <Yeah. that? laughs> you were sweaty and wearing a hoodie. I was uh, anyway. We, we were, we were, la- I remember laughing that night because we're there and the entire room was filled with these like 22 year olds that were already, you know, multi-millionaires on paper. Um, yeah. and they were having a darn good time. Um, so it was, it was definitely a unique and uh, valuable experience. And, nice. and, and you launched straight out of that into taxes and that's, uh, yeah, we, then we, we, uh, we saw that there, we had a better chance at probably tax related businesses since that one had been, you know, both were successful. The tax one had done better and it's probably sure. much more in our wheelhouse. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's led us to here. It just seems like it's, it's like a TV sitcom situation where two buddies, uh, start a business that allow them to meet a ton of famous people and make a lot of money. Like it just doesn't, it's, it's like, it's the dream. You lived the dream. <laughs> It's shocking. It's amazing. It does. Yeah. Mage Talk is brought to you in part by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no risk free trial. Get your customers coming back to your website. You can start today by visiting MageMail online at magemail.co. Mage Talk is brought to you in part by Sinassi Hosting. Sinassi is the creator of MageStack. They are a PCI DSS compliant leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. You can find out more about them today at sinassihosting.com slash magetalk. And by Shipper HQ. Take control of shipping in your cart with Shipper HQ. Offering enterprise-level features and full control over what your customers see, Shipper HQ is the tool that you need to take your store to the next level. Now supporting hassle-free international shipping through Pitney Bowes. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at ShipperHQ.com. And by TaxJar, an official Magento technology partner. TaxJar automates your sales tax rate calculations without breaking the checkout. It summarizes your sales tax reporting by state and local jurisdictions, and it even files your returns automatically. Installation is fast and easy, and so is the pricing. There are no contracts and no annoying salespeople. Stop spending time on sales tax. Get back to growing your business. Visit TaxJar today at TaxJar.com slash MageTalk for Magento sales tax done right. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce brings together the most essential features and tools for building or upgrading on Magento. By uniting a curated set of extensions, exclusive functionality, Nucleus layers on top of either Magento community or enterprise, complementing the flexibility and the customization that's possible with all flavors of Magento. Learn more today by visiting NucleusCommerce.com. And by ShipperHQ. 
Take control of shipping in your cart with Shipper HQ. Offering enterprise level features and full control over what your customers see, Shipper HQ is the tool that you need to take your store to the next level. Now supporting hassle-free international shipping through Pitney Bowes. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at shipperhq.com. All right. Well, so now, now you guys are back together. The dream team is back, and you're and you're doing uh, uh, this tax jar thing. And I, I have to say, you the, I, not to kind of segue into what the business is all about, because I think it's kind of in the name. Uh, you sell jars full of taxes. Um, <laughs> but the, the the first the the first thing that I loved 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 about tax jar was like right up front. It was like it was super honest in that you put your pricing right on, on your site and it's like, there's no, there's no muss or fuss. I know exactly what I'm going to get when I, when I sign up for a service like yours. And I'll tell you, you know, as somebody who's, I've been doing e-commerce at least in Magento since 2008. And before that, you know, and it was also, uh, uh through varied platforms and, and taxes is uh, taxation and nexus and all that garbage is, is one of the harder things that you'll ever do. And, you know, Avalara, uh, which I, am I allowed to say the A word? I probably shouldn't say the A word. Um, they, we'll they have not made, yeah, we'll scrub it. Um, <clears throat> uh, they've, they've not made my life very easy in the past. And so refreshing to see another player in the space. I, I'm just curious if you have like a sort of a David and Goliath sort of a feeling or what's your take on it? Are you trying to disrupt the, uh, the industry? What's give me, give me a little spiel on, on what your thought is and, and what you bring to the space. Who wants to go first? That was, go a, lo- that was a long pause. Go ahead, go ahead Mark. You go first. Um, w- one of the things that we really liked about this space when we started the company is that we, and it's probably a repeat, we felt like the customers that we knew best were, you know, being basically ignored. Mm-hmm. So um, either there wasn't a solution or the solution that was available, we felt like we could build a better one. Um, so, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we do that we believe in, like, you know, open and honesty about not only pricing, but also about, um, education. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you look at our blog, we've got hundreds of blog posts. We were posting there daily. We're huge believers in, um, providing merchants and small businesses with the information they need to make the decision that's best for their business. We're not going to make it for them. Um, we're not going to try to force them to make any decision. We're just going to, you know, display the facts for them. And um, if there's anything that that tax truck can do to help them, then we're going to do a darn good job of helping them. Hmm. Um, and that has resonated with um, a lot of businesses. Um, they like our approach. They like the simplicity. Um, they like our attitude and the way that we treat people. Um, and, um, they also appreciate us trying to get them up to speed on, you know, one of the more complex topics you could ever try to take on Mm. if you're, if you're a business owner. Um, so that's, that's kind of my take on this. It's like terrifying almost like, yeah, you know, I, I um, as I said, you mentioned your your blog, and as I was doing a little prep for the show, I did a search on Avalara versus Taxjar, and uh, you guys come up number one for that search results, so that's that's good. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> nice work. I have to read that. I haven't done that search. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I wasn't really able to find like a post that kind of compared and con- the the post of yours that comes up is is 
it says the marketplace is already unfair for online sellers. And it's sort of not, it's not actually a comparison. I think you just happened to mention them, but uh, you guys are definitely doing a good job with your, with your content. Well, if you want some SEO help, the right way to do it is to start a Tumblr. That's basically just anti-Avalara. Like you, you just go and like trash them a little bit. I can't believe I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go and like bleep out all these out there. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's kind of now. It's the more we do it, the less I'm gonna actually go do it. Now we gotta, we're gonna keep account, and see how many times we can we can mention them. I love um, it. Mark's gonna write us an email afterwards. Like I really didn't appreciate you mentioning our competition so very much. And, and I'm just kidding. Um, well, yeah, you guys started it, not us. Yeah, that's true. That's this true. Is true. This is very true. You know, we brought what, it up. What, one of the other to talk about the second part of the question. You know, how do we view ourselves? Um, you know, we don't, we don't spend a whole lot of time worrying about what other people do. Uh, but we learned that with previous businesses, you can spend all day worrying about what competition does. And by, by, by the time you look up, it's five o'clock and you got to go do other things, right. Be with your family and things like that. So we learned, uh, you know, years ago, that's just wasted energy. And, um, you know, we are, this, this problem is huge in itself. And we know that with the team that we've put together, if we just stay focused and execute that, you know, good things are going to happen and we're going to continue to build a product that people are absolutely crazy about. And, and, um, the amount of referrals that we get is I've never seen anything like it. Mm. Um, so there's really no time to worry about what anything, what anybody else is, is doing. And, and, um, uh, but that's kind of how we've always looked at it. Right. I don't know if you, I mean, yeah, no, no, and just the attention to the customer, right. You know, and I, I learned this, I spent a few years at Intuit, which, you know, I think taught me some things around being very focused on who your customer is and how to solve their pain points. And, you know, and we've learned that several times over now. And, you know, we, we talked to, <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you how many customers every day now, um, and, you know, and we really listen to them and build features for them. And, and our roadmap is built around what they need to be successful. Um, awesome. and that's, you know, that's what works. Totally. Yeah. And I, I have quite sort of a similar uh, line of thinking, uh, as well. And, and, uh, that one, uh, one question I was, um, in terms of, uh, features and stuff, um, any, any features you guys have done recently or that are on the roadmap that are kind of interesting or fun, well, they're not going to be fun. Let's just, let's just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything you guys want to highlight? So we've got these virtual, um, uh, mage talk mugs that are signed. Oh, we should announce that. I'll let you announce it. Announce it please for us. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Philip is going to have boxes of mugs show up at his, in his, uh, at his house in uh, the not too distant future. Nice. So it's a, it's a done deal. That's Go ahead. awesome. You can, you can explain what they are, but, um, yeah, yeah they're, we're, we're excited I, about it. I, I mean, they're, uh, we've been looking to get some swag for a little while and we found, uh, that, uh, our, uh, our sponsors were also eager to, uh, to co-brand on, uh, swag with us. So we will have, uh, mage talk, uh, tax jar coffee mugs uh, in the in the very near future, and uh, I think they look great. Um, we only took seventy eight revisions to nail down the design of a, of a coffee mug. Um, Bella kept telling me over and over, Kalen, we could we could sort this all out in a five minute phone call. And uh, so but that's... no, seven <laughs> weeks later we persevered and we did it entirely over email as 
as the founder of Mage Mail only could do. Yeah, um, yeah we like to. Do no, but more. it's it's great, and uh, and we're really excited uh, to uh, to have those coffee mugs. So we're uh, we're going to be giving some away here on the podcast, and we'll figure out how how we uh, how we how we actually get them to you in person. Um, but I, I I believe we'll probably be showing up in the new year at various events with those uh, with those mugs in tow. So I'm excited about it. Um, so any but any features other than the mugs? Um, yeah, I mean, we're always coming out with new features. Um, the latest one that we came out with, um, just recently doesn't necessarily apply to, um, Magento users. Um, but it's, it's been a big one for us. Um, so it has to do with Nexus. And, um, for those of you that don't know what Nexus is, it's basically, um, a connection to a state that, results in you having to comply with their sales tax laws. So, so it's not a, so it's not a hosting company, which is, I think what most people think, think of. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're mistaken. Uh, yeah. Well, so it's, it's the process of determining where you have to, what States you have, whether or not you have to pay taxes in certain States. Yeah. So, you know, traditionally that's been things like retail storefront, right. Or employees, salespeople, trade shows, yeah, but what's happened is that. But then uh, Amazon went and screwed it all up for everybody. <laughs> well, so uh, really, third-party logistics, right? So sure. the the drive to be able to turn things around faster, people are now outsourcing more and more. And what's happened is uh, states have raised their hands now and said, "Okay, um, Philip, you're in you know Florida. I don't care if you've never been to Nevada in your whole life, um, but I see that you're storing your." you know, 300 boxes of Air Jordans here, uh, or in your case, what would they be? They'd be uh, Converse, Converse, right? Converse, yeah. yeah. Pink, exactly. pink Converse. Right. right. Uh, polka dot Converse. Um, <laughs> that gives, we consider that to be a presence in our state that um, now that you, you have to comply with our sales tax laws. So. And that's course, different for every state, right? Every state has a different uh, means of determining that. Yeah. I mean, we're dealing with 45 states in DC that have sales tax laws and you pretty much have to consider each of one of those its own country at this point. There are right. some similarities, but, um, yeah, for the most part, you, all the laws are different. So that first step, if you're trying to like wrap your head around this and figure out where you have nexus, we've come up with a way for, uh, Amazon sellers and a, and a lot of folks on Magento have Amazon presence as well. Right. Um, when you create your account with us and you integrate um, your Amazon account with tax showers takes like 30 seconds. Um, we will tell you where you have Nexus. So uh, instead of you having to guess where um, you could have to comply, we'll tell you definitively. And the reason why this is helpful for Magento, uh, sorry, for Amazon merchants in particular is because the amount of investment that Amazon is putting into infrastructure. Um, they're adding new states fairly frequently yeah. um, that have these fulfillment warehouses. And every time they add a new fulfillment warehouse, um, you could potentially have Nexus in a new state. <laughs> um, so, you know, you could be, you could be a mom and pop just selling those cons out of your garage, or you could be doing, you know, tens of millions in sales, but you could have to, well, the law says that you need to comply in, you know, 15 states. Um, so trying to track all that stuff, it's just one feature in a whole 
uh, set of features that we offer to to, have, uh, to Ryan. Have you guys considered doing any like as as seen on TV type commercials with like the black and white, where it's like, you know, oh golly, Mister, I just don't know what to do <laughs> to file my taxes. You know, you ever thought about that? Because if you haven't, you should totally do that. <laughs> have you guys hired a marketing director? <laughs> you might you might have found your guy. I mean, he seems isn't that isn't that what Jen does for them, right? Yeah, Jennifer's uh, one of our marketing ninjas, and you know Ryan's Ryan. You're the head of the marketing team, so comment on that. Did we lose him? I think we lost Ryan. Oh, that that was on mute. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, he's yeah, eating I'm, a sandwich. He was, he was like, I refuse to dignify <laughs> that question with a response. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here thinking, as soon as we're done, is Mark gonna <laughs> chat me and say, "Hey, should we do that?" <laughs> or, or not. So, as long as I get to say oh golly then yeah. <laughs> I'll save you the chat we're not going to do that I've been having sales tax problems something awful you know <laughs> something like that I, I can spitball a bunch of ideas with you we'll go over it later that he so, can that he can <laughs> send him over and maybe I'll invite you to one of our marketing sessions so you can oh that'd be uh, amazing we should do like a webinar together where I just basically crack jokes the whole time and uh, no, let's not do that it's a terrible idea we were um, trying. We were trying to think about doing a webinar with 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 Mage Mail and Tax Jar, and uh, I was trying to think of. I bet you could help us with this, folks. I was trying to think of overlap between email and taxes. I and I, I just couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. Are you kidding me? I sent you like an email with fifteen with fifteen ideas. No, I don't think you did. I absolutely did. I'm, I'm sure. sure I, you I, did. I absolutely did. <laughs> I'm digging it up right now because I cannot believe that like you can't remember this. I, okay. It was something like. Um, Email email uh, 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 notifications when uh, when like you reach certain threshold or oh oh no this is what it was if you are running Mage Mail and Tax Jar then they should be able to tell when there's sales tax holidays in your state so they can send out triggered email responses for it so it's like if there's a sales tax holiday like oh, in Florida genius. for um, like in Florida that. in particular there's like a back to school sales tax holiday that should be a trigger for all online stores wow. that have products in that. That's good. Do you guys do? Do you guys do that? Do you guys tell people about those tax holidays? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. We're, we've got them all, and and I can tell that you really did do your homework. Yeah, we're. See, I told I told uh, Kalen I I sent. I'm gonna have to dig it up now because Kalen, I sent you like seven. Ways I think there was could, one. I think there was one. No, <laughs> no there was like seven. There's like literally seven. Yeah, well, I think but, there's uh, a bunch of ways that that uh, people don't take advantage of of marketing on their store with regard to sales tax. Um, because, uh, if I were running an online store and, um, and thank God that I do not. Uh, but if, if I were, <laughs> I would, I would play that stuff up so hard. Like, Oh, we, th- we think you're from Florida. Um, did you know that there's like no state income tax in Florida? You should totally spend more. Um, a bunch of stuff like that, you know, um, or, or whatever. I don't know. There's, there's all kinds of weird things that I would probably do. That's a terrible example. <laughs> Um, but you know, I'm still thinking about this, uh, as seen on TV thing that we're going to do, right? Um, You're going to be stuck on that for a while. Yeah, probably. So I, so Ryan, you, you, you're fairly new to the company. Uh, you guys have this, this, uh, very long, uh, relationship. Um, what, what do you see, uh, uh, with, I, I believe you, you worked at Magento in the small business space, right? Yeah, I had a, I, I had a few jobs there. I, I ran the small business team. Mm-hmm. And then I was the guy who had to go kind of 
rethink the strategy around Magento Connect. So the, gotcha. oh, like okay. the, the video that we showed at Imagine that said, here's, you know, what the new Connect was going to be. That was a team that I spearheaded. Oh, nice. Okay. And then, and then the, um, yeah, and then Sherry and Ben and all of the uh, kind of community and developer evangelism stuff and, you know, the new Magento forums that we launched, uh, I think back in March of this year. So that was all under uh, my team too. So, so like but, literally everything that we've talked about in the past year, you had some hand in. Well, this is I feel like I this say- is the amazing reveal where we find out that you're my father as well. This is re- <laughs> this is Empire Strikes Back. It's at the end, and now this is like the dramatic music. It's also why I, I listen to all the episodes. It's like, oh, I you know I hear, uh, oh, they talked about Sherry wrote, you know, Sherry yeah. joining the team, and it's like, oh, I I, I gotta you know hear what's going on with that one or. You know, I, I have to listen to everything involving Ben Marks just to make sure that uh, I'm not going to get a call from HR about something Ben said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's they're amazing. Great, they're great people. It was a really, really fun team we had. Oh, that's we need really to great. start just messing with people and, like, tweeting out. Like, when even when Ben isn't on the podcast, we need to be yeah, like, overheard. I at. can't believe what Ben said yeah. on the podcast today. <laughs> overheard. How happy were you that you didn't have to deal with uh, – his his tweeting he tweeted a few weeks ago uh uh or he put it on a slide i think uh that uh, the magento 2 release date was going to be november 31st and the world went crazy everyone's like we have a release date it's amazing but no one bothered to check that there's no such thing as a november 31st oh that's funny (laughs) i didn't hear this one yeah and like he got a call from mark and mark was like freaking out about it like you can't say stuff like that and anyway it was funny oh that's funny i didn't know that yeah it's it's, no bad Yeah, cool stuff. I love that. I love that. Um, Well, so the reason I was asking about small business is um, how do you, what kind of experience from dealing with small businesses and speaking to small businesses invested in Magento, what experience do you think uh, that you have that you can bring a tax jar that, uh, or or makes you uniquely gifted to, to, uh, to bring that experience to tax jar? Yeah. I mean, you, I, you know, you really have to know, you have to understand the, the ins and outs of how these small businesses operate, you know, and mm-hmm. they don't, they don't have the time or maybe the patience or maybe sure. the expertise to deal with all things business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and Mark and I, we've been there ourselves and you guys have too. Um, and so you start to realize, okay, well, these guys, like, they don't necessarily want to spend, you know, a week learning about, you know, what they need to know around sales tax compliance and, right. you know, what are the right steps and, you know, what ought to do. and you know, how am I going to do all this stuff? They just want it taken care of. And so, mm. you know, you think about things like how do you dumb this stuff down for them so that, um, you know, it's easy for them to understand, not because they're dumb, because, but because they have more important things to work on, like growing their business. Um, you know, how, how do you make it, you know, easy enough to use the product that it doesn't require somebody to set it up for them, you know, and, and our belief is anybody that uses tax jar should be able to just you know, sit down for a few minutes and, you know, they create their account with a username and a password. And, you know, we walk them through an experience that doesn't require any kind of sales tax knowledge or expertise at all to right. use the product. Is it like um, a 700 question questionnaire? Yeah, exactly. And if it's that, then business will stay at zero forever. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if so, I have a problem, uh, can I, can I get a hold of somebody? Um, oh yeah. 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 And we, yeah, and we, we take support very seriously because we know how important that is. We uh, are sorry, customer success mm-hmm. um, seriously, because we know how important that is. And so we have, you know, phone numbers that people can call and uh, you know, we have online chat and we have email support with really uh, you know, quick turnaround. And it's an area that we, you know, we focus on pretty heavily and 
I know a lot of people see that as um, kind of just an added expense and, and we see it as an investment. Do you see uh, any future in like verticals that are outside of just e-commerce? Like a good example for me would be um, uh, uh, FreshBooks, for instance. Like I'm I'm using software to do my bookkeeping now and billing and 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 stuff like that, and and uh, that seems like a, an interesting vertical uh, that seems to be growing. Or a lot of competitions coming up in that space. I don't know if you've thought about that at all. Yeah, and Mark, I'll I'll take this and you can chime in. Um, but you know when you look at when you look at sales tax as a compliance requirement, it's everywhere, and mm-hmm. you know there's and, and it's growing. So there are more and more states every year that are saying you know SaaS services are taxable where they where they weren't, or services in general mm-hmm. are becoming more taxable where maybe as before they weren't because states are looking for you know additional revenue sources. I'm going to um, pretend I'm not hearing this segment. Of yeah. <laughs> We'll, don't worry. We'll send you the blog post on it. It'll help. <laughs> Please don't. Um, yeah, you know, a, a lot of service-based businesses that are sending invoices with products have product taxability. So there's an opportunity there. Um, you know, as point of sale moves to the cloud, there's more of a you know a tie into to retail and helping uh, to eliminate you know sales tax pains for point of sale mm-hmm. providers. And so it's just it's very widespread. And for you know, and then you think about international and. You know, the, the United States is probably the most complicated with sales tax in the world, but there are lots of other states that have, you know, sales tax or VAT tax compliance needs and is, right. you know, multi-channel and global or, you know, great buzzwords. That's real business for people. And so there's, so it, you know, it stretches pretty broad for us. We, you know, we, we make sure that we stay really focused on uh, where we can, you know, provide the best solution for now. And then, you know, we, we're pretty methodical about you know, how we expand and, and where we expand. Right. Do you guys have any, any fun horror stories, uh, working with the government? I mean, you guys <laughs> probably run into all sorts of problems and I don't know. I'm trying to think, uh, I mean, I would say in, in, in general, it's, it's, uh, it has its challenges, right. Um, you know, even, even in this case, you know, we're dealing with, 45, really 46 different entities. They're not on a unified technology stack. Um, and the range of technologies is all over the board. So, you know, uh, whereas before the, the file later, um, just dealing with the IRS. So it was, a, it was a unified technology. And in fact, they came out with an upgraded technology in our second or third year that made things a lot better. Um, but there's, there's a, there's a certain skill and that's kind of one of the blessings from starting other businesses that things that you pick up, um, and you don't realize how much you're learning, right. So you have to go do it again. Um, there's a certain skill to, um, doing those types of integrations. And, um, you know, that's, what's allowed us to move so quickly because we've, we learned a lot of really important lessons and, uh, made a lot of mistakes that we we're able to avoid this time around. Um, I'm just trying to remember, uh, uh, I I can't think of any horror stories necessarily, but, um, I think I read, I was doing, I was doing some reading. I think I read a post where it says something like you were, you had to call the Arizona tax board or something about some specific, I don't know if it was you or somebody else about some specific issue and called a bunch of times. And every time you called, you got a different answer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that stuff was like that. yeah. And, and, um, 
that happens a lot. And that's part of the reason why, um, you know, we're so open with our communication to, you know, customers and potential customers, anybody doing research is because they get so frustrated. They're having the exact same experience. So we're just honest and open and say, look, you know, if there's a, if there are some things that there are some gray areas, which there are a lot of in sales tax, we'll just say, look, we talked to experts. We called the state ourselves. We talked to auditors. You know, we talked to CPAs. Here's kind of the collective answer and, um, you know, kind of go from there. But there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, here, here's what's scary about all this is that I think Mark's just numb to it now. And like to me, you know, as an outsider who hasn't had to spend a lot of time talking to all of these, you know, folks in each of the states, I think the whole thing is a nightmare, <laughs> you know, and Mark is like, you know, Mark's patient. And I, I, I imagine, I don't know, you're probably talking to somebody in the state weekly or more. Um, it's, it's tough, you know, yeah. and, and yeah, whether it's different answers or, you know, it's not easy to get a hold of anybody anytime who's, you know, working at a department of revenue within oh, sure. a state government. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I think and plus, it, it, well, I appreciate you saying that. The other, the other part of it is, is this is e-commerce. This is not uh, mail catalog uh, ordering or, you know, uh, brick and mortar. Um, so in a lot of ways, what we've been doing since day one is cutting edge. And, um, you know, we right. take a lot of pride in knowing the implications of these crazy sets of laws and how they uh, affect your multi-channel e-commerce um, merchant. Um, we take a lot of pride in knowing that better than anybody else. Um, and because it is so, it, I mean, a lot of this stuff is just happening in real time. So, um, you, you know, one funny example is we just posted something on our blog today, uh, uh, you know, as we're recording this, Virginia came out with a ruling, uh, about what constitutes, what does and what doesn't constitute nexus. We posted a letter we got from uh, a customer um, and next to that juxtaposed is a letter that we got two years ago from a customer that was the exact opposite. Um, so you know, <laughs> stuff like that happens all, all the time. And, uh, maybe Ryan's right. Maybe, you know, maybe when I block out six hours to, uh, make three phone calls, it's just cause, uh, it's normal now for me. That's, that's commitment. <laughs> so that's I, awesome. I, I, I don't want to wrap up too soon here, but I, I do feel like before we close up, it is it's worth mentioning that the best the best review of any service or product I've ever read in my entire life um was found by a guy with really amazing hair on your website um a guy named Brian Nash and he said I kid you not like I I'm not being we're not being paid for this this conversation at all in any way and we we just like these guys that's why they're on here but I have to sh- I have to give this I have to be a shill for tax jar because I've never seen anybody with such an amazing uh, customer testimonial. But uh, Brian Nash says uh, from tunerscare.com, he says, when I started my business, there were just a handful of things that I thought I might not be able to do. And sales tax was one of them. I, this is amazing. I felt like I was staring up at the white cliffs of Dover and tax (laughs) jar came in a turbocharged helicopter and lifted me up and I was on my way. Wow. I swear to you, you cannot write stuff like that about yourself. Like that was That'll preach. That's, That's incredible. Preach. That's amazing. That's phenomenal. And, you know and the what? guy and has amazing hair. Like his hair looks a lot like my hair. Um, is there any bias there at all because of the hair? I feel like a little bit, but um, you know, I I'm his hair, you know, I feel like my hair is still better than his. 
I'll so, be I'll be the objective party here to say that's a pretty decent review. Pretty cool. That's a pretty stinking. Kaylin, <laughs> <laughs> as somebody who doesn't have amazing hair, do you think his hair is amazing? <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, I'm not no, going to dignify that one in response. No, can we possibly amazing. top what we've just ended on? I don't think there's any way to do it. Oh, okay. oh, one last question. Um, I'll 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 co-op the last question. Um, Talk to me a little bit about, uh, since you guys do some filing uh, on behalf of the customer or they can opt to have you do the filing, um, at least that's what I understand from the copy that I've read that you gave me to say. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, what, where does uh, liability or indemnity come into play here? Like, where do you stand as a service and, and, uh, and what, you know, what are you liable for at the end of the day? So the simplified version of that is um, if, first of all, we provide the customer with the choice, they can either use our reporting functionality to file on their own. Right. um, Or if they want to go that extra, you know, um, pay for the extra service for us to file, which a lot of customers do, right? Because we're already doing the bulk of the hard work for them. Um, If they... um, ask for us to do that and they sign up for that service. So basically what we're saying to them is if for some reason there is um, an issue with what is filed, you know, we will serve on their behalf to um, try to figure out what the issue is with the state. So, um, you know, we'll be their representative, so to speak. Um, if they, I don't know if they get a letter or a phone call or something from the state saying, you know, this is off or we have a question about this number that was submitted and we look at it as kind of in our hands to go um, right. to go solve that problem. Awesome. Well, um, I, I hope this is not the last time that we ever speak with you guys. Uh, you guys are amazing. And if if I'm uh, Kaylin, if I'm ever not able to take uh, uh, a podcast at the last minute, you should get these two guys on because um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm uh, sure super, we could. I'm sure cool. we could fill a few episodes with a couple other of those uh, past businesses they've worked on. Oh my gosh! We only incredible. got through one of them, and uh, yeah. it was pretty interesting. That cow clicker idea that you guys had was great. To be honest with you, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it again in a year with a chicken instead. So yeah. <laughs> chicken clicker, I like it. Do you guys have any questions for us before uh, before we close it down? Or anything that any burning questions that you have? They don't have any questions for us. Yeah, I know. Who never? You know what? I don't even know why we asked that question. I don't know why. Well, they we actually never do ask that question. I think it's that's always the first time it, no. We do ask that question sometimes. No. Can we do like what was your first concert or favorite band or favorite <gasps> song or Ooh, something? I, oh, I like both of those. Oh, this is a perfect segue for a thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Um, so I was in a Smashing Pumpkins cover band when I was Whoa. like sixteen. Wow. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, I've been thinking about. I, so my daughter likes me to sing songs to her at bedtime and I usually play like she loves Smashing Pumpkins and so I was like well uh, she's like three years old and she can sing all the songs it's crazy so I was thinking I should put out like an acoustic solo album of me doing Pumpkins covers that would be hilarious that would be um, amazing love that that would be incredible yeah. um, that my that was actually my first concert in 1996 uh, in in uh, Tampa Florida I went to see the Smashing Pumpkins on their Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness tour and garbage opened and I had a super big crush on Shirley Manson um, I saw garbage did you really? I saw I saw hole and garbage in the late nineties. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was hole, like hole was amazing. Really? Yeah. Have you ever seen there's like a um these these series of videos, these shreds videos where they like dub over really bad singing and guitar playing 
Um, and this, there's this amazing Courtney Love um, uh, shreds. I will, I will post it up in the show notes because it's worth watching. Yeah, please do. Very nice. Kalen, what was your favorite or your first band, first uh, concert? <sighs> Uh, I'm trying to remember, man, it's been a while. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. No, no. What is Sarah? I'm gonna Lilith get, Fair 93 was his first. I'm going to have to get back to you guys on that one. But, Sean uh, Colvin killed it that year. She, uh, and Natalie Ambruglia, she was the second act. Um, man, you know, okay. you, you have these on the top of your, on the top of your head. Well, any, um, any last, uh, where can we find you guys? Any links you want to drop? Uh, any any uh, last parting parting shots before we close out? Yeah, we're at taxjar.com. Our blog is at uh, blog.taxjar.com. We have a community on Facebook. Uh, you can just go to salestaxcommunity.com. There's 4,000, uh, more than 4,000 merchants and tax professionals on there. Surprisingly, talking about sales tax literally all day, every day. So um, we got lots of good resources. Um, and uh, email us at support at taxjar.com if you're just getting started or if you have any questions. Happy to uh, happy to chat with you. That's what we love to do. Awesome. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on, uh, both of you guys. It was, it was a blast. And uh, we'll do it again soon. And uh, I guess that's a wrap. So thanks yeah. for listening. And uh, be sure to check us out at mangetalk.com. Leave a comment. If you have any questions for the guys, uh, post them up there. We'll make sure that they get back to you. And uh, have a great week. We will talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> great close, Kalen. Top 10. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Magento Community Podcast. This is episode 72. Okay. Um, okay, that's the new that's the new open. That's, okay. that's the new one. <laughs> Do it for real. For real. Go for it. Make it happen. <laughs>